I often talk about the importance of creating, posting content on a regular basis. But what if I told you that you don't have to keep creating new content forever? That seems to be one of the fears that I hear from some of you. This concern that, oh my gosh, how do I sustain this consistent rhythm for the rest of my life? <laughs> and here's why you might not need to, not might not, that you don't have to keep creating new stuff forever. It's because your older best stuff deserves to be reposted again and again and again. Just think about one of your favorite bands and think about a song that you really, really enjoyed from them. All right, you got one in mind? Now, the next time you go see that band in concert, wouldn't you love for them to play that song? Of course, <laughs> you would be so overjoyed that you finally got to see that band play that song that you've probably heard dozens of times, but you got to hear them play it live in concert. And even better, maybe they played it towards the beginning of the concert and then they play it again at the end. It's called a reprise, but they play it somewhat differently. It's like the same song, but they did it unplugged or they did it just a short version of it, or they did it with more band members or, or whatever it is, or they invited some you know, audience members to come up and, and sing it with them, right? So why is it that you've heard a song dozens of times and yet you enjoy, and probably the next time it comes up on the radio, you enjoy it again, right? Well, same thing with your content and your audience, right? Every time you bring back your greatest hit, essentially, or one of your hits, your audience says, yes, I love that. I'm so glad you said it again. I needed to be reminded of that again. I'm so glad that this time I heard, I've, this time I finally, I've heard you say this 12 times. And this time it finally sunk in, given what's going on in my life. Just the timing was just right for me to hear it again. And, well, you know, what about you and me? If you have been following my content for a while, you know that I talk about the same things again and again. But every time I talk about it, it's slightly different. Now, sometimes I'll say even the same thing again and again, but I don't hear you complain. <laughs> I usually hear you say, wow, I needed that reminder. You know, this time it really clicked for me. Or, oh my gosh, I'm finally going to try it. So know that as you continue to create, you're going to come across your greatest hits. But without creating and experimenting and putting stuff out there, you won't know what your hits are. Do you think that when musicians put together an album of music, they're like, do you think musicians are like, yeah, these are all crappy. We're just going to put it out there. No, I mean, <laughs> they put it out there and, and some musicians probably think, oh, these are amazing songs. I'm so happy to put this out there. And then they put it out there and they're, they're quite surprised which songs go viral and which songs they thought were brilliant, but didn't really make an impact. Same thing with you. 
Do you think that just because you have an idea for a blog post or a video, you put it out there, it's going to go viral? Well, if you have that idea, welcome to reality. <laughs> and as somebody who has made over a thousand videos and blog posts, I will tell you that I have become more and more uh, unattached to what the results of each video or blog post is. The first time you put something out there, you know, you, you have so much emotional attachment to it because this is the first time you do something. The second time, the third time, the 10th time, you still have some emotional intensity towards creating and publishing. But by the 50th time, by the 100th time that you create and publish, you're like, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's just another piece of content that I put out there. I don't know which one is going to go wild. And, and I don't know which one I think is brilliant, but yeah, the audience doesn't really understand it. You oftentimes are ahead of your time. You are ahead of your audience's perspective. That's why they follow you, because you are giving them something that is on the edge of their thinking. And sometimes, of course, you remind them of what they already know, but you do it with your voice so that they find it fresh. So again, keep on creating and publishing without attachment to which one is going to be your greatest hit. And you will find over time that you will, if you keep creating like I have, I have over well over, I've stopped counting at a thousand, okay? But I have well over a thousand pieces of content, unique pieces of content in blog and video format, both. And I have my best hundred. And my best hundred are the ones, and I should mention to you, this means that you need to track and compare your content. The simplest way of doing that is once a month, okay? Try this out. Once a month, you go back and look at your content that you've posted and write down of the content you posted, how many people did it reach and how many, how many likes did you get for each piece of content? So let's say you reached 100 people on your Facebook business page or on Instagram or whatever. You reached 100 people with that piece of content. And this time you got 12 likes for that, for reaching 100. So that's 12% likes. Uh, another piece of content you got, you reached 50 people and you got nine likes. Or let me make it easier for myself. 10 likes. Okay, you got 10 likes for 50 reached. So that's 20% likes. Well, which one is better? Now, it's better if you can compare your content with about the same amount of reach. So it's not like, wow, this piece of content reached 500 people. I'm going to compare it the same with a piece of content that reached 50 people. So if you can track your content on a regular basis, before something goes too viral. So you can be like, yeah, I'm, all, I'm usually tracking my content somewhere between reaching 50 to 150 people. That's when I like to track it. Then you have an overview over time. You'll start to see, oh, okay, this one did better than that one. This one had a higher percentage of likes than that one. If you're interested, I teach a class called Authentic Content Flow and you might want to study that class to 
get into a consistent rhythm of posting content, uh, getting content ideas, how to track content. I share with you my spreadsheet for how I track it and give you a simple, simpler version of it, et cetera. Anyway, so the first step, as I've mentioned, well, I would say the first step is really to give, to have hope, <laughs> to have hope that you don't have to feel the burden of having to create new things forever. To have hope that as you put things out there, even putting 10 pieces of content out there, one of them is going to be a hit. Now, George, you might say, how do I know which one's a hit? Well, you know, if you put 10 things out there, whichever one did the best is by definition a hit, right? You have one hit out of 10 pieces of content. And as you put out 50 pieces of content, you may have 10 things that are hits. Yes, these 10 did the best out of the 50. So I'm going to consider these 10. And, you know, you, you will, as you track your content over time, you'll see, oh, wow, this one did, did you know, definitely above average. Um, this one's slightly above average. This one's average. This one's below average, whatever. So you might want to just take the ones that are definitely above average that you can tell is, is really making, a, making an impact. Now, I do also want to mention that you might, some people say, well, George, I, I get the best hits when I post a picture of myself or I post a picture of my kids or my, or my aunt, my, my pet, or I post a picture of, you know, a nice scenery. Okay. That doesn't count. You need to take that stuff out of your analysis. Do you notice that I never post so, well, I, I mean, I was going to say I never post selfies. The only time I post a selfie is when I put a thumbnail of a video. My video thumbnails are basically a picture of me that day when I'm making the video plus a title. Now that's, but I don't post selfie photos on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. I don't post nice sceneries or, or animals or anything like that because I know it's, it's too easy to like those things and it just builds an audience that's not relevant. <clears throat> So I, I prefer to post ideas. I pre prefer to post my thoughts. And that way, all the content is more even, even keeled. And I can really compare, well, this idea or the way I talked about this really made a difference compared to that idea or the way I talk about that. So take out the things that are too easy to like. That's not fair. You post a picture of yourself. Of course, everyone's going to like it. You post a picture of your, your cat or dog. Of course, everyone's going to like it. Right, that's not fair. It's, you're not judging, but anyway. So, so back to the step by step I'm talking about here to give you some idea here. So, one is have hope that you don't have to keep creating forever. That as you put stuff out there, you're gonna have, you're gonna analyze and notice what your what your hits are. Okay. So, step one, have hope. Step two, post things consistently. Step three, analyze on a regular basis which things seem to make more of an impact than other things. And step four repost your best hits on a regular basis. And how often is a regular basis? Well, it's up to you. Uh, in, the, in the beginning, when I didn't have that many things, I was reposting one of my hits every three months. So something that, I, that was a big hit three months ago, I reposted it three months later, right? So it's like, I would have that rhythm of, okay, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, and then and a best hit from three months ago. New stuff, new stuff, new stuff, and the best hit from three months. Some, some rhythm like that that I did. Now I have so much content that I'm basically reposting the best hits from two years ago. 
So there, therefore, it really feels fresh to me too, because I sometimes read some of my best hits. I'm like, I don't remember writing that, but no, I, I do remember. But I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I wrote that. I, I, I kind of remember writing that. So, all right. Let me also mention that um, when you're getting into this content creating and, and having your best hits, um, it means that it really helps to have a, a regular rhythm of posting like you have a TV show. You know how television shows, they, you can always count on them. Well, they, everybody counts on them. Oh, new, new episode out on Wednesdays or new episodes you know, on every weeknight. Like if there's no new episode and, and, and the fans have expected it, that show is going to get a lot of flack. People are going to complain. And if that happens again and again, they're going to they're gonna go on to another show that's more consistent. So what about your show? Is your show consistent? As you'll see what I do, and I'll, I'll give you, uh, there is a blog post associated with this video. It might be above or below this video click on it, uh, depending on where you're watching this. And in that blog post, I give you my Monday through Friday rhythm of my show. And basically, you'll notice that I only, because I have so much old content now, I only now create one new piece of content every two weeks. Like I said, I'm trying to give you some hope here. I don't create new things every day anymore. Now, when I started, I used to, when I first began and I had no content out there, I was posting, I was creating and posting a new idea, new piece of content five days a week. So five times a week, I was creating something new five times a week. I needed to do that to really overcome my perfectionism and my resistance to creating, which I know some of you probably have. <laughs> You probably resist it because you have self-doubts, perhaps you have um, maybe some trauma from the past from creating and having some troll, uh, say some mean things. I don't know. I, if you've heard my story before, I've mentioned, I've told you about my trauma um, growing up and having difficulty communicating. And anyway, that's for, that's for a different day. But I used to create five days a week, new things five days a week. And over time, after about a year, um, no, after about six months of creating five days a week, I, I went down to creating three new things per week, three new things per week, and two things were repurposed from before. And then I, I went down to two new things per week after, I think, a year or two of doing three new things a week, something like that. It went down to two new things a week and then three things that were redone from the past. And, and then I went down to one new thing per week with four, new, four uh, existing things from the past. And now I have one new thing every two weeks. In fact, this video and the blog post associated with the video is one of my new pieces you know, and, and the, the rest of the things that I do on a regular basis are old stuff. And so let me explain when I repost, and this is what I recommend to you as well. When we repost our old best hit, okay, one of our good hits from before, let's take a few moments and improve on that old piece a little bit. Now, 
you know, it, it's, um, it's kind of like, again, back to the musicians, they will do whenever they have an album, they might re-record a, a hit from one of their older albums. And this time they record it differently, just slightly differently. It doesn't have to be dramatically differently, just, you know, a slight, some slight changes. So all, all I'm asking is just, just half an hour. You know, if, you, if you wrote a, an article in the past and it did well, this time when you repost it, before you repost it, just take half an hour to add some edits to it. Maybe make it, you know, add another new story that's relevant or um, take away some parts of it that you feel are redundant or add another paragraph or two, or maybe try using um, a different beginning or a different end to do something a little different about it. So try to improve on it and see if it does better than last time. Because if it does better than last time, you actually have improved on it. If it does worse than last time, you know, less likes, definitely less likes than reach, then you know, okay, maybe the previous version was better. Let me see, compare the two and see what parts of the old version are probably better. Okay, but at least do a little bit of grammatical editing with, with fresh eyes after having not seen it for three months. Okay. And, or maybe this time when you repost it, you now add a video to it. You keep the same article, but now you add a video to it. That's also repurposing, reposting. So that's what I, that's what I do. So what I do now is, um, like I said, I only create one new thing every two weeks. And, and uh, I'm also continually updating old pieces that I turn into Instagram carousel posts, for example. You know, that's been my new thing over the past it's been, I think, a year or so. So anyway, have hope that you don't have to keep creating new stuff forever, but get into a rhythm of creating, knowing that not all of them are going to be your best hits. That's, you know, don't expect that. That's too much pressure on yourself. It's just like a band saying, God, every single time we, we publish a new record, it's got to make it into the Billboard top 10, top 100, top 500. Doesn't, that's too much pressure. Just say, I'm, we're going to put stuff out there, not really knowing if the audience is going to love it or not. We have to see what they think. So have hope, create consistently, especially in the beginning when you have not, not that many pieces. You got to have a thousand to have your best hundred. You got to have, you know, a hundred pieces to have your best 10. Okay. So you got to keep creating until you get to a hundred pieces of content and then 500 pieces and then a thousand pieces. I want you, I, I, I encourage you to have that goal for yourself. So how soon can you get to 100 pieces of content? If you want to make uh, a, a commitment publicly, <laughs> feel free to chat below, comment below, say, I, I think I'm on track to get to 100 pieces of content by this month, this, you know, this year. I'd love to see what you, what you, what, what, where you're at with getting to 100. Uh, or and then getting to 500 and then getting to a thousand. Now, some of you say, well, George, I already have a hundred pieces of content. Well, then the next step, as I said, uh, you know, have, have hope, create consistently, analyze your older content to see which ones have higher likes than others so that you can see what your hits are, right? If you don't analyze, you won't know. 
Just like if, if musicians didn't have like a billboard top 100 or just be able to see their iTunes stats or whatever, they won't know what's popular, what's really making an impact. So are you doing that? Are you analyzing to see which of your pieces, which of your ideas and framings makes an impact? Okay, step three and step four is to continually repost your older stuff, remembering that your audience appreciates you repeating a popular idea again and again and again. All right, so I hope this is helpful. I hope to inspire you to have this rhythm of creation and repurposing, uh, knowing that, you know what, over the years, this is, I'll, I'll end on this, over the years, you will just appear smarter and smarter and smarter to your audience. And you really are getting hopefully smarter over time, but your audience is like, wow, you're getting really, really good over the years. Just like my audience, well, gratefully, uh, many of you, you know, think that, wow, George's, George's content is so good. How is George's content so good? Especially those of you who follow me on Instagram, which is where I post my carousels, which are really my, my old hits, right? It's like, wow, that stuff is so good. Well, it's, it's because you don't see the stuff that wasn't good. Okay. You see what I mean? I only give you like the, the top 10% on, on, on Instagram, you know, and you don't see the, the 90% that wasn't very good that I had some convoluted thinking, or I had some, I didn't communicate clearly, or it was just a bad idea. You don't see the 90% on, on Instagram, right? So uh, know that you are also get, doing that with your, your body of work. It's just going to keep getting more and more brilliant over time with this with this method I just gave you that I that I hope you are doing or that you'll commit to doing. So I look forward to see if you have any comments below or any commitments to doing something like this. And as always, if you have any questions, uh, I always am happy to see it. Uh, maybe I already have a blog post I can turn you to. So feel free to post your questions below. If I don't have a blog post or something, I will note that question for a future blog post to write on. So thank you for joining me for this video. I am George Cao, that's K-A-O, uh, Authentic Business Coach. And I love to talk about how do we create an, an audience of true fans and a business that we can really uh, feel is coming from, from our heart and soul uh, that we really enjoy working on every day. So with that, I hope to see your comments below if you'd like to and see you in the next video. I wish you a joyfully productive day. Take care.